0: We are going to head into back into the winelands, uh, because I want to tip you off about a rather special museum that is located there, dedicated to the craft of glass blowing. It's located on Glen Ellie Estate, uh, which is on the outskirts of Stellabosch, uh, close to the hydro. If you're looking for a sort of a, uh, a pinpoint on the map in Idas Valley, this museum is home to, A spectacular collection of several hundred glass pieces from all over the world, some of them dating back hundreds of years. And I didn't even know it existed until I randomly stumbled across the concept in a TripAdvisor post on another subject entirely. And they referenced this amazing visit that they'd had to the glass museum. So we thought we'd find out more today. It's my great pleasure to have on the line with us Shona Lindur, who is the curator of the Glass Museum in Stellenbosch at Glen Ellie Estate, is the home to this museum. And Shona, it's wonderful to have you with us today. Welcome to the show. Good afternoon. Shona, I confess, as i said in my intro, I hadn't even heard of this museum until I came across it quite by random. How long has it actually been open for? So
1: the Glass Museum opened in 2017.
0: 2017. Okay, so you've been there for seven years then this year. Um, Okay, you, I know, have been part of the team for almost as long as that. And part of your duties, they're not just taking people on tours around the museum and curating the museum experience. You've also been very much involved in sort of documenting what is there and the origin of those pieces, haven't you? Yes, that's
1: correct.
0: So let's talk a little bit about what's there and how it came to be there. Shona, this is a, a privately owned collection and I believe one of the largest privately owned glass collections anywhere in the world. Tell us a little bit about its history.
1: Okay, so the Glen Alley glass museum belongs to Madame May de L'Anquistan, who is also the founder of the Glen Alley estate. Madame is originally from Bordeaux and there she was also the former owner of the well-known Chateau Pichon where she also established a glass collection. So, after visiting South Africa on numerous occasions, the late Dr. Anton Rupert suggested to her why don't you start investing in South Africa? And she gave it some thought. And um, eventually, she decided to start this new venture. She went around to, to wine farms that were for sale at the time, and eventually, in 2003, she fell in love with the Green Estate, which was a former fruit farm. After purchasing the fruit farm in 2003, she had the forms replanted to the distinct vineyards that we have today. In 2007, Madame sold Pichon, and she sadly sold her entire glass collection with Pichon. She kept only 10 pieces from her first collection. Madame has had a lifelong passion for ancient and contemporary glass. What attracted Madame to the glass was the similarity between wine and glass.
0: Shona, I'm so sorry to stop you there. We're just really struggling to hear you, the quality of the line deteriorating as we go along. My apologies for that. So I'm going to ask my producer just to call you back and see if we can get a cleaner line so that we can properly hear the story of Madame May Delancazang, who is the owner of Glenelli Estate, having bought the estate in 2003. For those who couldn't make out what Shona was saying, she has spent the last 21 years, uh, or rather set about immediately converting it into a wine farm and then setting up this glass collection. Of, which is her private collection, as a, a, an, a unique offering as part of the estate sort of destination offering for tourists. So I hope we'll be able to get Shona back on a clearer line that we can carry on telling you more about the pieces within this remarkable collection. If you've already been there to look at it yourself, I'd love to hear from you what you saw and what you thought of the experience. You can give us a WhatsApp on 72 or you can call us on 21 446 Uh, For those um, who are trying to locate this in their brain, Glen Elly Estate is on the outskirts of Stellenbosch in Idas Valley. Uh, If you know where the Stellenbosch Hydro is, it's in that part of town. And the estate is located there. The Glass Museum can be visited free of charge uh, if you are visiting Glen Ailey Estate. So next time you're going there for a wine tasting or perhaps a meal, leave a little bit of extra time to go through the Glass Museum and hopefully have a tour with Shona Lindor. We are speaking to the curator of the museum who has been there since about 20 um uh, Eighteen, almost as long as the museum's have been in operation. It was opened in twenty seventeen. I hope we've got a clearer line, Shona. You were telling us that Madame de Lengesan had, had had replanted um, Glen Elliot Estate and converted it into a wine farm. At what point did she then decide to open her glass collection for the public to come and see?
1: So in. 2017, she opened the Glass Museum, and um, today we have just over 600 pieces in the collection,
0: and she's still actively collecting. Gosh, and where does she collect these pieces from? Shana, I understand she's she's travelled the globe for some of them, but um, do do people tip her off about spectacular and unique pieces that are coming, or um, is it something that she sort of goes searching for during her travels?
1: So Madame, she is turning 99 years old this year, so Madame um, is not travelling that often anymore. However, the big auction houses, they would contact her, and the big antique dealers that she became acquainted with over the years of her travels,
0: um, that is how she gets her pieces. Okay, so if you came to visit today, Shona, I know one option you would have is to have a guided tour with yourself. Uh, You would be leading people around and talking to them about the pieces that they see. Tell us a little bit about what we would see. I believe, for example, that there is a piece in the collection by the renowned Spanish artist Salvador Dali, for one thing.
1: Yes, we've got work displayed from the well known glass blowers blowers such as Lino Tagli Pietra, um, Jean Claude Navarro, Salvador Dali, and even some South African artists' work is displayed David Reed, Shirley Truthie, and also some of Les Lacey's work.
0: And um, one of our listeners asking uh, on WhatsApp how you keep these items safe. When you hear the words glass, you immediately think breakability and uh, some of these would be very valuable pieces. Shurda, how do you manage that, that challenge?
1: So we do have the pieces in secured glass cases and some of them are also in some wooden cabinets that is all locked up. So that is how we keep the pieces safe and secure. Okay.
0: (laughs) Now, um, I mentioned in the break while we were getting you back that I understand it's free to enter the museum. Is that still the the case?
1: Yes, there's no um, charge for the glass museum. However, we do ask for a cash donation that goes to the Gleny Alley Care Centre.
0: Tell us a bit more about the care centre, please.
1: So the care centre is where Madame has started the after-school programme for our farm workers' children. Fantastic.
0: Okay, so that's that's is that is that housed on the farm itself, Shona. So if you make a contribution, it stays there on the farm itself, effectively.
1: Yes, it stays it stays on the
0: farm itself. Yes, that's wonderful. As I said at the start, you, you you're a bit of a well kept secret in Cape Town, um, Shona. How do you listeners find? Uh, do visitors find you? Do you find that it's word of mouth among locals? Do you rely on a lot of international visitors, or is it a bit of a mix of the two?
1: It's a bit a of a mix of the two. So during the winter months, we mostly get our local guests. And once it it's the summer, the season, it's mo- we get a both.
0: Okay. Megan writing to us from Stellenbosch saying, I've been to the Glass Collection and it really is worthwhile to go and see. My friend and I looked at about half of it, then had a reviving and delicious light lunch before going back for the rest. And I highly recommend both experiences. So please pass the compliments on to your chef as well, Shona. But uh, thank you, Megan, uh, for that feedback. I'd love to hear from anybody else who has been, uh, if there are particular um, items you'd like to mention. Shona, do you have a personal favourite item in the collection?
1: So, one of my personal um, favorites would be a piece from Lino Tagli Pietra, mm-hmm. and that piece is called Maui. And um, I really love that piece. <laughs> Tell us a little and bit then, more about it. So, Maui is a very um, colorful piece that is your typical Murano style modern piece. And um, Lino Tagli Pietra, the whole history of him, that is what interests me in the piece because he's a very hard working artist because he started to work at the young age of 11 years old Gosh, and he's also almost 90 years old and he's still blowing glass today. So he's one of the oldest glass blowers that is still um, actively blowing glass.
0: Incredible. As a matter of interest, is there information at the museum on the actual art and craft of blowing glass or is it simply admire the pieces that have been created by that process?
1: It's only been the pieces that have been I'm admired by this boat. So okay. Please.
0: But pieces of extraordinary um historical value as well as I'm sure yes. financial value. Uh, so if you are interested and I know many of our listeners when they've spoken of for example going to Venice will make the trip to Murano to see the glass blowers at work there. If you have enjoyed that experience and would like to see that kind of work the fruits can be viewed in this glass museum at Glenelia Estate in Stellenbosch. Uh, Shona won't you run us through the days and times that the museum is open for visitors please? Okay,
1: so the operating time for the Glass Museum would be Tuesdays to Saturdays from 10 till 5, and then on Sundays from 10 till 3, then we are closed on a Monday.
0: And does one need to book in advance, or can you simply arrive at the estate and say, I'd like to come and take a look?
1: You can simply just arrive. Okay, so no cost. You're also more than welcome to, to make a booking but you, you can also just arrive.
0: Okay. And as I mentioned at the start, Shona, I know that you personally lead tours through the museum. Is that something that needs to be booked in advance or can you take your chances and, and, and simply ask for one when you arrive?
1: You can ask, but I do prefer that that case to make a booking for a tour by but- If if it's not busy on the day, then we do the
0: tours. We still do the tours. Okay, thank you for that. Shona, is there anything else you'd like our listeners to know about the glass museum or any of the pieces in it or or, or, or any part of the story that you feel should be told that hasn't been yet?
1: Yes, so um, Madame, she likes to refer to our glass museum as a unique journey through the ages. As we've got red pieces from Rome that dates back between a period of 50 BC and 120 AD up to more modern contemporary art pieces. So, yeah, that is something that I would like to to show you. That's an extraordinary times plan.
0: Shona, thank you so much. I really appreciate you joining us today, and I hope you're going to have a a flurry of Cape Talk visitors coming to visit the museum that you will get to guide around and show them your favourite pieces. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Keep well, please. Shona Lindor, the curator of the Glass Museum at Glen Elly Estate in Stellenbosch. So there you have it. Closed on Mondays, open Tuesdays to Saturdays from 10 till 5, and Sundays from 10 until 3. If you'd like to go and check it out, uh, all the information available on the Glen Elly website or simply direct yourself to Glen Elly Estate. uh, No booking needed unless you would like the option of a tour, in which case it is a good idea to book in advance.